welcome back to the Ways to Flourish podcast, where we discuss how to flourish through our challenges and elevate voices across William & Mary's campus. I'm Lindsay Heck. I'm Jenny Helm-Dollar. And today we're joined by Maddie Saul. She's the graduate assistant in the Office of Sustainability. Welcome, Maddie. Thank you. So nice to have you here today. So you are currently pursuing your master's in education policy, planning, and leadership in higher ed. Tell us a little bit about your journey to William & Mary and um, joining onto the graduate assistant staff as uh playing a big role in sustainability. So I definitely took a bit of a different path to higher education and student affairs as a, as a career. I got my degree in biology in undergrad, so definitely a little different. Took a huge pivot, um, but it worked out perfectly getting a graduate assistant position in Office of Sustainability because I thought I'd never use my degree, and now I get to use it every day in some way, shape, and form. Um, but I'm really excited that I'm here. William Mary was always a dream school for me growing up, but it felt always so out of reach. Um, but I'm glad I had the opportunity to come here to get my master's degree. That's fantastic. How do you define sustainability and how has your, or if it has shifted, how has that influenced your approach to sustainability as a concept? My perspective on sustainability shifted a lot after coming to William & Mary. I was like most people who looked at it as something that was just environmental and in such a separate box from the rest of my life. But when I came here, I realized through, of course, the great <laughs> supervisor, Calandra, uh, that sustainability is very broad and overarching and affects every facet of our life. Um, I think in wellness, you guys have the eight um, dimensions dimensions of wellness and sustainability is kind of similar where people think that wellness is one thing, but it's so much more and sustainability really isn't just environmental. It's also social, economic, um, has a lot to do with justice and policy. It, it really touches every corner of our lives. Mm -hmm. And one of the resources you sent us uh, was the sustainability development goals by the UN. And so I was taking a look at that website and it says there are 17 goals and the first two are like ending poverty and hunger and which seem pretty broad and pretty like big goals. So how do those sustainability development goals inform your work with sustainability? Uh, with sustainability right now, actually the second SDG uh, zero hunger is what we just recruited a cohort for, for Sustain. So this fall, they'll be implementing uh, their own project or campaign related to zero hunger. Um, that's still in the works. So I don't have too much to share about all of that. But uh, in a more personal way, my work in higher education and my current independent study has to do with addressing basic needs and security in higher education. So I that aspect of sustainability leaches into my, my research and everyday life, trying to make sure that students don't have to deal with food insecurity or housing insecurity um, on a college campus. So it, it definitely is easy to implement when you take a, a step back from what you're, you're working on and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, this, this falls under no poverty or zero hunger, quality education. Um, like I said earlier, it really touches every corner. Yeah, when you step back, really being able to see, you know, that interconnectedness between so many things and how broad reaching that is. And you had mentioned Sustain. What is that? So Sustain is a peer education group uh, run out of the Office of Sustainability. It's very independent. Uh, there's usually five to seven people on the team that we recruit every semester. So each group for Sustain gets a sustainability development goal to work on. And the 
project goes that in the spring or fall, you recruit a cohort and then that cohort goes into implementation or planning. And then in the next semester, they go into implementation. So we're constantly going through that same cycle every semester. So there's always an opportunity for students to get involved in sustainability um, in whatever way they can. This next cohort that we're recruiting right now has to do with quality education, that SDG number four. So we're hoping to get a little bit of a further reach in terms of uh, academic studies from students because a lot of the times as I said earlier uh, people look at just the environmental aspect or science aspect so that's where we get a lot of students coming in but we want to see students from different academic areas coming in and and being a part of the group. That's great and is that a volunteer position? Yes. And another way that you open up the doors for to allow that collaboration with the members of the Loom and Mary campus is through the Green Fee Fund, mm-hmm. which I love seeing some of the projects emerge over time. I love to brainstorm, like, if I applied, what would it be? <laughs> you know, um, so tell us a little bit more about uh, that project. So the Green Fee, again, every semester there's an application process. Uh, we're looking for projects that help the campus, help our students, and also are related to sustainability, which is, again, very broad. So even if you think it might not work, it's always worth applying. Um, We can do that deciding for you if it ends up not being super sustainability focused. Uh, But right now we do have a $5,000 cap on every single project. Um, And I don't know if you can share with us yet before the big reveal, but do you have any projects that have come through the desk? I know the deadline recently closed. So can you share some of the uh, top ones with us? Um, I can't actually. (gasps) Top secret. (laughs) I thought that might be. I haven't even seen them myself. So (laughs) that is not even come across to my desk, but definitely Calandra's. Uh, (laughs) So I know that'll happen in the next few weeks and be out hopefully at the end of April. Yeah. I love seeing the creativity that comes out of those. And then also the direct benefit that that has to campus Mm -hmm. here at the wellness center. Um, As part of the green fee initiative, we did recently receive a prescription drop-off box where people can bring their over the counter or expired prescription medications. That's a great resource to have. We are also talking about including a power station here outside of the wellness center, kind of what like the tables that are set up on Sadler Terrace. So it's lovely to see. Those tables actually were green fee funded as well. Wow. The solar powered tables. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They just got cool. an extra, the, the rest of their funding this past semester too. That's fantastic. Yeah. So Earth Day this year is Friday, April 22nd. Um, I understand that William & Mary likes to do a whole Earth Week. Mm-hmm. And I've heard that the Office of Sustainability does a lot of stuff with that. What are your plans this year? So this year we're taking a step back from doing or holding our own actual events and becoming more of a hub for Earth Week. So when people have event ideas or want to uh, have a campaign during that week, they can send us their events and we can co-advertise them, um, offer any resources or support on how to have sustainable events and green events. Uh, We have that information available on the website under our Earth Week uh, tab. And there you can submit your event. If we see any conflicts between two huge events going on at the same time, we can reach out and say, hey, maybe you guys can work together if you're... um, your topics are really similar that you're addressing or maybe looking to move to a different time to make sure that every project or event has the most turnout and um, success. That's great. What are some of the areas of primary concern or areas that you would like to see the campus, your department would like to see the campus involve? That's a really great question. (laughs) Um, I don't 
I don't know if I can necessarily speak that well on that. Um, Most of the work that I do is more student facing. So working with sustain and um, on the earth week uh, events right now. And also the climate action teaching that we're uh, co-hosting right after we get back from spring break. Yeah. Can you tell us about the climate teaching action? Yeah, I'm very excited for that. Um, We are addressing a bunch of different topics within climate change and climate action uh, and have faculty and staff from across the institution who are coming in from their own disciplines. So we have people coming from backgrounds related to art, uh, to traditional science backgrounds and uh, policy. Um, Really everything's there and they're going to have really intersectional conversations about what sustainability is, actions that you can be taking to ensure that we have a more equitable and sustainable society. That's wonderful to bring all those disciplines together Mm -hmm. to, again, truly illustrate how connected this is to all facets of our life. Um, And it is really cool just how William & Mary has such a focus on sustainability. Like, Mm -hmm. I I feel like I hear about it on a pretty frequent basis, Mm -hmm. just um, that people are into it and people are taking action. And there are a lot of people on this campus who are very passionate about it. So, when you are teaching others about sustainability, what are some of the challenges you, you encounter? Definitely just that, that closed box of what sustainability is uh, and letting people know that it's so much more. I always love to have a conversation about what people care about first and then being able to take maybe those sustainability development goals and, and saying, hey, this actually fits in perfectly to, to what you're already working on and giving them that new lens to look at their current work from uh, from a sustainability perspective. I really like that. I mean, like, as you were saying, as with wellness, you can loop it in mm-hmm. to pretty much anything. Um, and it's cool that you're able to um, give students or give people that freedom to sort of make it what they want. Yeah. And uh, as you're engaging in, in these opportunities to educate your community, um, why, why do you feel this work is so important for the campus? I'm going to kind of just talk through what like yeah. first comes to mind. So for me, I think about our climate action plan where we, we have this goal and this, this outline strategic plan to, to get the university to a more sustainable position. And um, I mean, it, it is a huge priority. And I mean, even with our new strategic planning, water was one of the key terms that came up. So they're definitely interested in, um, in sustainability in some aspect. Um, I don't really know. I just, to me, sustainability is really important. We want a society and environment that's comfortable, safe, and long lasting. Uh, and to do that, you need to be sustainable in every aspect. Yeah. And much like when you're well, you have the ability to better impact your relationships, community, the institutions in which you occupy. And I think the same goes with sustainability when we're implementing policies that have positive change. Um, and make improvements for whatever it is that Mm -hmm. is to come next. Um, It really does truly impact individuals' lives and their experiences through that. So Absolutely. Um, So what events do you all have coming up in the Office of Sustainability? I know we have a Sustainabite, which is what we do every single month. It looks like April 20th will be the Sustainabite from 12 to 1. I believe they're all still virtual, haven't moved back to in-person. and this one's on advocacy and citizenship. And what is Sustainabite? So Sustainabite is, it, it's like a lunch and learn. So you come for an hour. I think traditionally, like years ago, it was in person. They'd have food. Um, 
But it's just an opportunity to have a discussion with someone who's an expert on the topic surrounding sustainability. Um, so whether that's bringing in an alumni or having someone who's a current campus uh, faculty or staff member or partner coming in to talk. Um, but it's even better now that it's uh, virtual, just so we can have a wider option of people who we can bring in and have these discussions. We're not confined to just people in our direct community. We can bring people in who are outside um, of it. And even better for alumni too, who have gone on to do great things and want to come back and and share their wealth of knowledge with the community. Now that they can just hop on a Zoom call instead of finding their way to Williamsburg. Yeah, I joined a great one um, a couple of weeks ago with the uh, a county representative from James City County, I believe, talking about the the county's sustainability efforts and really how they complement each other. And it's so nice to see that engagement and interaction um, with the community that surrounds us. And do you record those sessions? I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) I'm unsure if we record them. Yeah. It'd be great if we did. Yeah, I was going to say, we could, for a watch and learn later on, I suppose. Yeah, and those are open to all students, right? Yes. I believe we also have had alumni come and watch, watch them, community members, open to anyone who is available. That's great. Are there uh, any other events that are coming up for the Office of Sustainability? Because you were talking about Earth Week, and does that coincide with Earth Day near the end of April? Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's all that Monday to that Friday, which is Earth Day all that week. We don't have a ton of events right now that have come in, so if anyone wants to keep submitting them, we are <laughs> more than happy to see them. Um, and I don't want to have a spoiler alert, but um, <laughs> health and wellness, I know, is has always been a big fan of uh, supporting Earth Week with our friends in, in your office. And so I do expect a yoga at Matoka to return, potentially Ooh. Doga, which includes some of our furry uh, pet therapy friends. Just saying. Exciting. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> You'll hear more about it soon, I promise. Awesome. So, yeah, you do a lot of work with Sustain, um, and you were talking about how there's a new cohort. How could one apply to Sustain if they're interested? So I know it was just posted in the student happening. So if you scroll through your email, you'll be able to find it there. Um, another way to find it is by going to the sustainability webpage on the William Mary website. Um, you can go to the sustainability website and look up sustain, all capital letters, and you'll be able to find the application link, which closes on March 12th. Ah, good to know. And so if you want to find more information about the Office of Sustainability, where should you go? Is that the same site? Yeah, absolutely. You can go to the same site. You can find us on Instagram. We definitely share out anything sustainability related that's happening from our office, but also across the campus. Um, And you can also join our listserv, which shares out similar information. Also, any potential job or internship opportunities will also be shared there. That's great. And before we wrap up, do you have a favorite tip or piece of advice that you have to offer to your peers on campus about ways to incorporate an element of sustainability, having a sustainable approach on campus? The first word that comes to mind is just being conscious. So conscious of your actions, whether that's in the traditional ways of checking if you're running your water too long or turning off your lights, or it could be composting since our campus has a really great composting system, Um, or it can be with intentional eating, eating locally, less, more plant-based meals, um, there's so many actions that you can take in your life, small or large, that that can lead to to being more sustainable. Mm-hmm. This is a little bit off topic, but 
with the composting, where does it go once it's collected? <laughs> I don't actually know. <laughs> That's definitely more of a dining question because they okay. host all the, the composting. But I know we do have a partnership with, um, I think, an outside company that does composting and then we can bring it back. I know the campus garden uses the compost. Uh, we have a ton of it. <laughs> That's awesome. We'll have to dig into that a little bit. There was a at one point a farm um, out in Tueno that... Uh, we had a partnership with. I wonder if any of it ends up over there <laughs> for the veggie harvesting. Have to look. Uh, Maddie, thanks so much for being with us today. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. All right, and thank you to our sponsor, United Healthcare, for support of this podcast. Ways to Flourish is produced by Lindsay Hack, Ben Heath, Daria Moody, Calder Sprinkle, and myself, Jenny Helmendaler.